Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, your spiritual life and business coach, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm also a recovering hustle hard, turn my back on my feminine energy, disconnect from the divine, my productivity equals my worth kind of girl. So now it's my mission to help you ditch that disconnected lifestyle and instead align and prosper so you can experience soulful, aligned, feel-good success. You don't need no magic lamp because you are your own genie capable of manifesting your own vision. So this podcast will guide you on your journey to finding your light, stepping into your power and manifesting your dream life and business. So let's jump in. Hello. Today I am doing a human design mini training, which is something that I've never done before. But what I wanted to do was basically teach you how you can use your human design to unlock your unique success blueprint. So we are all designed to achieve success differently. This is what human design is based off of. It's based off the idea that each of us is designed differently. And intuitively, you will know this, we all know this, that some things work for others, some things don't. Some Instagram quotes you will see and it will so resonate and it will be like, that is absolutely it. That's the key for me. And for others, that Instagram quote will will not help them and will not work for them. And this is why, it's because we are all designed differently. And I've put the Wi-Fi on, so we should be good. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a mini training using the human design of a lovely Groger who has given me her chart. I did a little competition thing where you could put your name forward if you wanted me to read your design and use your design for this mini training. And she won. So she is a projector. I can't see past my hair. A 5-1 splenic projector, and I'm going to be using her design for this reading, this mini reading. It's not a full reading. A full reading would take a lot more time, but it's going to give you the vibe for those of you that are interested, who do feel the pull internally that something resonates when it comes to feeling that you're meant to do things perhaps differently to what your conditioning tells you and that your conditioning tells you one thing but you feel intuitively like no I I feel like I'm not designed to do it like that I feel like that doesn't work for me if you feel that intuitively you are understanding and uncovering what human design means which is that again people are designed differently so hopefully what this will do is show you how you can use this tool show you how you can unlock your success system your roadmap to success your blueprint for success so what i'm gonna do is can i flip the camera yeah i'm gonna show you the chart that we're working with today which is this this is her human design chart and this is what makes her a projector she has an open throat and an open sacral and that's what makes her a projector However, she also has a defined root, and we call this an energy projector. So let me turn it back. Okay, so I want to break down what this means, starting with her energy type, which is a projector. So the energy type in human design is basically just understanding how 
your energy works and how it flows through your body and how you get the most, how you best work to create success. So as a projector, she has a, let's say, smaller but more efficient battery. Generators and many gens of the world are very much energy beings. They have a defined sacral center. And what that means is they are here to generate energy. The clue is in the name. So if you're watching this and your human design type is either a generator or a manifesting generator, what that means is you create a lot of energy. You literally generate energy through your sacral center, which means that you can create more energy. You can tap into more energy when you follow your strategy. Projectors, though, are not here to generate energy as much. They're here to instead guide the energy. So how it works as a collective is the manifesting generators and the generators of the world create a lot of energy and bring a lot of energy into the world. And the, gen the projectors will guide that energy. So we say that they have a smaller but more efficient battery because what that means is they don't have access to the same amount of energy as other types, as a generator and manifesting generator. So they can feel like they have less energy. They can feel like sometimes they're ending their days feeling very drained or they're running out of energy throughout the day. And this is often a sign of misalignment. But this isn't a bad thing. And that's why it's so important to understand human design because nothing you learn is a bad thing. It's never a box to be like, you can't do this, you can't do that. Instead, human design is a tool to teach you how to use your inner workings and how you work to unlock the success that you want. It's about working with yourself rather than against yourself, if you like. So projectors don't need to have loads and loads and loads of energy because they're not so much here to do as they are to see. I'm a, I'm a manifesting generator, so I have a lot of energy that is here for doing. I will do a lot of different things. I'm constantly doing lots of different things, lots of different hobbies, lots of different areas within my business. And that's energetically aligned for me. But projectors don't need to have all that energy because their gift is insight. So if you like, they are about working smarter, not working harder. They're about efficiency. They're about seeing how things are working and how it can be changed. So for this reason, a projector, and this, this grow girl who, who I'm doing this reading for, the five one projector, she would make a great coach, a great consultant, a great advisor, a great teacher, anything where she's guiding people, she would, she would be great at. The projector gift is that bird's eye view that they have. It's not about how much they can do and, you know, making, for example, if, if you imagine a factory, the generators could make a lot of things. They have so much energy. They could make so many different things in one hour. The projectors, though, are not meant to do that. And if they're making things, they would run out of energy and they would burn out. Instead, what they're meant to do is go over, perhaps see the generator who's building something and be like, oh, you see that? I'm, I'm seeing it from a different angle to you. What you're building, it would be so much quicker if you put that piece together first and then look, everything comes together way quicker. So the projector gives the generator that piece of advice 
and the generator can then create, can then put together each product that it's making, so let's say twice as fast. So then in an hour they can produce twice as much. So that is what the, the gift of the projector is. They give insight that can be given in just a second. They don't have to do a lot. They just watch, give the insight. That insight can then help the generator, all the other types, to massively increase their abundance and to do what they're doing more efficiently and therefore to achieve more. So when you hear that a projector has less energy, this isn't a bad thing. This is the, the way that they are designed. They are the seer with the gift of insight and you are designed this way on purpose. You might have less energy because you need less to achieve what you need to achieve because what you're achieving is seeing, not doing. And again, this is not to put down any other types. And that's the one thing that is so often misconstrued about human design. No type is better than the other. It's all about aligning to what, you, what your type is and making it work for you. There are people who are here to build and to create and to do, and there are people who are here to guide. And the projector is more of a guide. Thank you very much for the comment. So, teaching, consulting, advising, coaching, they would be great, great paths for this grow girl. And I have a little bit of insight on who this grow girl is and what her goals are through, through chatting to her. And so I'm sharing things that may also be relevant. I know that she's interested in a new career path. So for her, understanding her energy type helps her to understand what her gifts are and where she would best thrive. So she can look at this and she can know, oh yeah, I do have that gift of sight. Actually, I do share insights with perhaps just currently friends, family, people around me in my current job. And so I realize, yes, that is one of my gifts. And now that I understand my design type, I understand how I can use that, that I can use that gift of seeing to guide people. So because her work is to do less, but achieve more, this can cause a lot of friction and, and misalignment only due to societal conditioning. Because our society currently is in, in the motion of change, but has a nine to five system, right? And this system has been like this for a long time. Our society works off a lot of hustle culture and it's about doing, doing, doing. This is interesting because the majority of society are generators and manifesting generators. And so I think that the reason the society is so based off of doing is because the majority of the people in it do more, are more doing types. But that means the projector, for example, is maybe conditioned to believe that she should do things differently to how she's doing them. When actually you're not designed to do things the way that the generator is and the generators probably design more of the system. So the system is not really designed to, or wasn't designed initially for projectors. And so conditioning could tell you that is changing now, but that how you do things is wrong. So what you might find that you try to do as a projector is grind and hustle and achieve more. Again, as a coach or a mentor, you can give an insight in two, three minutes, right? That, that insight of, oh, if you put that piece together first in the factory analogy, 
can then save that person hours and hours and hours. And you could go there for one second, tell them what to do, and then leave for the day knowing that you have made a huge difference and you've achieved what you're meant to achieve. Right? But our societal conditioning says that how much time you spend and how much you do is more important than the insight that you give. So, for example, that's why the nine to five, so many people are saying it is outdated because you could sit there for a nine to five and not really achieve anything. Or you could come in from nine to ten and and just do the key task that moves the needle drastically and you could still achieve, you know, um, higher quality. The things that you achieve are, are more um, efficient, let's say. And that is how the projector works. So you may find that you force yourself to work long hours. Maybe you get home from work and you feel like, oh, you know, now I'm supposed to do this, this and this. I'm supposed to make use of all of these hours in my day. But actually the projector thrives off of a lot of rest because, again, they have this insight. They don't have energy for doing, doing, doing. They have this great gift of insight. So you may find that you're trying to force yourself to be like a generator or a manifesting generator and do a lot. And therefore you may get burned out. And then when you get burned out, you're not self-themed. The way that you, the the feelings you um, embody or put out when you are not in alignment with your natural way of working, not in alignment with your design type, is bitterness. So if you're trying to do, 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 just like a generator, you may find that you're getting burned out and then bitter, resentful. Actually, for you, you can do less because what you're doing is of a very poignant nature. So, for example, a nine to five is not really the right kind of system or structure for a projector. Now we have people saying it's really not right for anyone, but it's especially not right for a projector. That is not how your energy works. Your energy works in bursts. Having that insight, when you have an insight, when you're fascinated by something and you have an insight, you're gonna have a lot of energy towards it. And then once your work is done, you need to then recharge and reset. So that's a little bit about the overall type of the projector. The strategy in human design is how you create success and abundance. It's how you go about basically achieving things. And for the projector, your strategy is to wait to wait for the invitation. So what this means is because you have this gift of this really, really strong insight, this can be quite intense to receive. To receive a big insight can be quite intense. And it can also be quite uncomfortable. So I use the example of your friend who's got maybe a bit of a track record when it comes to relationships. And maybe you can clearly see that in relationships you have a friend who always goes for the bad boy because she is trying to prove herself. And you can see that she always goes for the type of guy who's not good for her and who's maybe not even interested in her. But then she, as little as he gives her, she keeps forcing it and trying to make it work. And you can see that she's trying to prove herself and that she's trying to feel like, if, if I can get him to change, then I'll be good enough. And if I can get his attention, then I can be good enough. And perhaps you can see that insight as a projector with the gift of 
insight and being able to see things other people can't. But that's quite a heavy thing to take on, right? To be someone and to suddenly realize that you've been doing this pattern and you've been doing something unhealthy and you've been going for guys that you know aren't right for you and you've been forcing it is quite an intense thing to have a to have as a realization and it requires a bit of putting the ego aside taking some responsibility it's quite a touchy subject right but these are the kind of insights a projector would have this is just an example to do with friendship we can go into some other ones afterwards but the reason you have to wait for the invitation is because imagine that your friend just had a breakup she just broke up with another one of these bad boys that she always chases and she's crying on the sofa and you know she's just feeling upset and then you say well to be honest I have this insight and I can see that you're always going for the bad boy and you're always trying to prove yourself and that means that you go against yourself when the person doesn't like you or doesn't give you respect and give you kindness give you love whatever you take that as a reason to keep chasing them because you see it as something like a challenge and you're trying to prove yourself imagine saying that to this friend while she's crying on the sofa having just had a breakup how do you think she's going to receive this she's not probably going to receive it very well right she didn't ask you she's just crying and upset and you try to give her this insight she may not be ready to receive so what she may do is get offended or get irritated at you frustrated at you pissed off at you and not take on your advice not listen and continue to do the same thing and maybe have some sort of you know ill feelings towards you because she wasn't in the space to receive it and then what's going to happen you're going to feel frustrated you're going to feel your not self theme of bitter and resentful because you feel you just gave them your time and your energy and shared your, your wisdom and that they rejected it and you were only trying to help right however if you had aligned to a human design strategy and you waited to respond to waited for the invitation so let's say you waited you had that insight you're sitting next to your friend on the sofa she's crying you know what she could do to change you can see I know why I know what what's causing this toxic relationship pattern. But instead of putting it on her when she's not ready to receive it, you wait. And the only way you know she's not ready is because she didn't ask you. She didn't invite you, which is your strategy. So you wait, you wait, and a few weeks later she comes to you and she's like, "I've been doing so much reflecting and I really want to know what I need to do differently and I want to know where I'm going wrong in my relationships." can you give me your insight what do you think do you have any thoughts any of those sentences would be her inviting you she's asking for your opinion then if you share it and you say well i've actually noticed that i think you're going always for the bad boys and i think no matter how bad they treat you you keep going for it because you're trying to prove yourself because you see it as a challenge if you share that with her then she would receive it and be like wow maybe she'd be like that's intense but yeah you're right or i'm going to reflect on that and that really that's really sparked something that really like resonates with me and then she may then go away reflect on it recognize the pattern perhaps do some more work on healing it and then break that pattern and her whole life will change her whole her relationships will forever change because she's no longer following that toxic pattern and you as a projector 
have just given her that one insight in a few minutes that could change her life forever. Because that is how a projector works. That is your gift as a projector is that you can see things and you have insights that other people might not. But you can see in those two different scenarios that when you went against your human design strategy and just tried to put that information on someone, initiate, it wasn't well received. And they didn't take that insight and then you felt resentful, they felt irritated and didn't work out. But when you have that exact same insight but you wait for the invitation, your gift as a strong insight, the person needs to be ready to receive it. That is why your strategy is the way it is. It's never a bad thing or a box to trap you and say, you can't do this. When we hear wait for the invitation, our, our conditioning can say that's a bad thing. But again, human design is never trying to say to you, this is the rule book and you must follow this or you'll be punished. Instead, it's kind of like, you know, a toolbox, which is saying, look, here are the tools. If you use these, it's going to be so much easier. So when you follow that strategy, it's just going to be easier because your gift is so potent and powerful that people need to be ready to receive it. And when you wait for the invitation, that means people are always ready to receive it, which means it will be received so well and you'll get what you want from it. So if I use the example in business, again, this person's looking for a new career path. So let's say they decide to go into coaching or mentoring or something like that. And they have their own business as a coach, consultant or a mentor. They may see somebody who needs their help. They may see someone who they know I can help them, their client, for example. They may see a potential client, let's say a business. Let's say you help them with, let's say, I don't know, marketing strategy, just an example. You may see someone who you know, who you've met through business or whatever, who is doing something that you could tweak, you see something that they could tweak and would unlock so much success for them in their marketing strategy and would bring in so many more sales. If you just go straight over and be like, this is what you should do, hi there, I'm this person, this is what you should do, here's how you can tweak your marketing strategy, it may not be well received, it will not be the right time because you know it's the right time when they invite you, so they may not take that thing. Whereas when you just putting out there what you do, perhaps you're constantly, you know, using social media maybe to put out there that you are, you, you help in marketing. This is how people can, can work with you. This is how you help people in marketing. And you're just being you, waiting for the invitation doesn't mean you sit on your hands, but you're just being you and you're putting out what you do. And then that person comes to you and says, how do you think I could change my marketing? What could I do to improve my marketing? How could I bring in more clients with my marketing? And then you share the exact same insight. Then it would be well received. Then this person would take it on board because they have come to you asking you because that means they are ready to receive. And therefore, you could get that client. You could say, well, this is what I would do with you if we work together. And because they've invited you to share that wisdom, most likely you're going to get that client and you're going to work together successfully and fruitfully. Whereas if you'd just gone over and said, this is what I'm doing, pitch yourself out of the blue, cold, if you like, 
it's not aligned for you. This is where, <coughs> sorry, human design gets really nuanced because you may then be thinking, okay, so it's never right to go and pitch myself to someone. It's never right to cold pitch. And the human mind tries to create certainty. You're right, right, I should never do this or I should always do this. But you may see, for example, you look on social media, if you're, in, if you're in business, if you're an entrepreneur, you may see posts all the time that say, go out there and knock on doors. Like go on there and call the person, DM the person, put yourself out there, do outreach because that's how you'll reach success. And then you may see posts of people saying, just be you, don't force, don't try and chase people, the right people will come to you. And you're like, which of these is right for me? Why does one, one person say one thing and one person say another? Which is the correct thing? The answer is they are both correct, but they are correct for different people. They are true for different people. For a manifester type, going out there and, and doing outreach and knocking on doors, sliding in DMs could work because they are initiators. They're supposed to initiate. But for a projector, that is not aligned to you and that's not how your energy works due to the reasons I've just explained. So instead, when you get invited, that is when you will be, that person will be ready to receive and that is when it, it will work for you. So that's an insight on this person's strategy, this projector's strategy and how she can use it. What else did I want to share? Let me just think. So this person's profile is, in fact, no, let's not do that. That's going to take a little while. Let me show you the chart again. So this is the chart again here. Now, these open centers that are white, we call them undefined centers, whereas these colored in ones are called defined centers. These open centers are where she takes in and amplifies energy. This is where she doesn't have access to her own consistent supply of energy. So it's where she feels the rest of the world, if you like. I want to talk about this open center and this open center here. So there's a small triangle, which we call the ego slash heart center. And there's a big triangle, which we call the, the solar plexus. So I'm going to talk about those centers. So the small triangle, the ego or heart center, is responsible for self-worth, willpower, motivation. So as she has this center open, this means she doesn't have access to a fixed supply of these things, of self-worth, of motivation and willpower. So she may often go through life questioning herself when it comes to her self-worth, for example. And when she's around some people, she'll take in their energy into that space and perhaps if they're the people that are right for her, then she will feel very worthy. So if you also have this center open, you may be in a room, this, this grow girl may be in a room and she's with some, some people and she feels really good about herself and she feels really confident and really worthy essentially. But then she go in, may go into another room, perhaps let's say family, around certain family members or certain people from her life maybe old friends, and maybe when she's around them, she just starts feeling like she's not good enough. And she starts 
feeling unworthy and she starts feeling like she's not successful enough she's not got far enough in life she's not doing all the right things she's just not good enough the reason she may feel that way is because she's taking in an amplifying energy from others around her as it relates to that area so some people's ideas of the world may make her feel less worthy for example some people may think that to be successful and to be worthy you should have children by the time you're 30. So when she's around people who think like that, maybe family members, she may feel like, I'm not good enough. And she may leave a family dinner feeling low when it comes to self-worth and not feeling confident and good enough in herself. Whereas she may be around a circle of people who are really into things that she's into. Perhaps it's this kind of, hopefully I could be part of that circle. I do work with this grow girl where we talk about ideas that inspire her, we're into the same things. So maybe then when she's in that circle, she may feel really worthy because she's around people who project ideas that align for her and that ideas that she is worthy for being who she is, etc., etc. And so her sense of self-worth could often be up and down. So one of the things that she will have to learn in life is about you know the sense of worthiness that is within she will have to learn that she is always worthy no matter what because her center is open she'll experience her self-worth up and down and often in life you can question yourself a lot when you have this open center but our open centers are where we gain great wisdom so she would hopefully gain great wisdom through her life by deconditioning because her open centers are where she has a lot of conditioning so in this section, she will have a lot of conditioning because, again, she receives in this area. She takes in other people's opinions, other people's ideas, societal ideas of what makes you good enough. And therefore, she can have a lot of conditioning about how worthy she is and a lot of things that are not her. Our conditioning is not us. It's what we've learned from the world. It's not what we naturally feel or know, but it's what we've learned, how we've learned the world works. So this is an area that if I was working with this grow girl, we would do a lot of deconditioning on this area, her open ego and heart center. We would do a lot of deconditioning around what makes her worthy and what makes her good enough. It's also the center that represents material wealth so that we would do a lot of deconditioning around material wealth and what it means and, and how it, you know, her beliefs around money, for example, we would do a lot of deconditioning on those areas. The other area that I showed you that was open for her in the chart is her emotional center, which is called the solar plexus and is the bigger triangle. Again, because she's open here, she's, op she's open to receive. So for this grow girl, she would never really wake up just in a bad mood for no reason. If she wakes up in a bad mood, it's because something has happened on the outside world. This center means that her emotions are created on the outside, not the inside. Now, if you're watching this, you'll be either someone who has a defined emotional center, which means your emotions are created inside, or someone whose emotions are created outside. So if you are someone whose emotions are created inside, you will probably find this crazy and you'll be like, what? You never just wake up in a bad mood? We all do that. We all have ups and downs. We all have good and bad moods. But actually, that's not true. That is dependent on your human design. Some people have emotional emotions created within and some people don't. We all experience emotion, but in different ways. 
So this grow girl will experience emotion 100%, but it will come from outside. It will come from something that happened, someone who spoke to her a certain way. Anything that happens in the outside world, of course, can create an emotional reaction. But she would not just wake up in a bad mood for no reason. Whereas someone with an emotional center defined, which is me, I'm one of those people, it's like the soundtrack to my life is not decided by me, it's decided by the universe. Some days it will be a happy song and I'll wake up just feeling in a happy mood for no reason, not to do with anything that happened. Other days I could feel like there's a sad song playing and I feel in a sad mood, but nothing bad has happened. That's just the soundtrack that is playing by the universe through me on that day. So as she has an emotional open, an open emotional center, actually, believe it or not, she will feel things maybe even deeper than someone with an emotional defined center. And that is because she has an open space. And again, whatever's, whatever we take into an open space is amplified because there's a lot of space for it. So when she's in the room with someone who's in a bad mood, especially someone with a defined emotional center, which I think, interesting little, little snippet here. Again, I, I work with this grow girl, just started working with this grow girl who won this mini reading. And I work with her sister as well. I think her sister has a defined emotional center. So her sister is putting out a lot of emotion. If her sister was in a bad mood and she just had a low soundtrack playing that day for no reason, this grow girl would take in and amplify that and it would feel even heavier. So let's say her, her sister with a defined center has a bad mood, which is only like a five out of 10. She's just feeling kind of bad. This grow girl would take in and amplify that energy when she's around her and it would feel really heavy. And she would feel like, whoa, my sister's in a really bad mood. She's feeling really, really down. And I feel the, the, uh, the discomfort of that because she's receiving in her emotional center and she's feeling what other people put out. So it would be quite important for this grow girl then to have time to decompress emotionally. It would be important for her to have space on her own, time on her own to just decompress because she's taking in a lot of other people's shit throughout the day. She's feeling their things. This can be good and it can be bad. She can take in their positive emotions and it can give her a happy feeling and she could feel really happy if she's around someone who's in a happy mood. But equally, if she's in, around someone who's in a bad mood, she could feel really heavy. So it's important for this grow girl to understand that she needs time alone. She needs time to decompress. And also that what she's feeling isn't always hers. So she doesn't need to try and solve it and fix it. When she's feeling in a bad mood, it's not really... If she's been around someone who was in a bad mood and suddenly she feels really bad and she feels heavy, it's not for her to solve. She's picked it up from someone else. And when you learn this, it's really good because it stops you from making rash decisions when you feel emotions. Because you can see, oh, wait, that's not mine. I'm just absorbing this emotion from someone I've been around. And that can keep you in alignment. So these are just some of the insights into this human design uh, chart, which again, I'm going to show you here. This is the chart. These are just a few insights. Again, there's so much going on here. I have shared more about it on my Instagram story, some screenshots with text to get a little bit more about it. But this is a lot of information that you can see how she can use this 
to benefit her, how she can use her strategy of waiting for the invitation, how she can use her seeing gifts of insight to guide people in the short term, to give them a short piece of insight that they can massively then run with and that will unlock so much for them. Whoa, we have some Caribbean rain outside. Um, I'm just trying to turn my camera around. interesting filter okay so the thing with human design is you can see now through this hopefully how you can unveil so much of your success system when you understand your human design it teaches you how you go and achieve things how you achieve the thing that you want how your energy works where you where you have conditioning that is not you and that needs to be, you know, unveiled and deconditioned, should I say. It teaches you where your gifts are. It teaches you how you best work. We didn't get a chance to go into consistency. But this grow girl is not designed to have a lot of structure and routine. She's designed to have more flow. And if she tries to have a lot of routine because that's what society says, she will be low on energy. All these things you can use to unveil how you go for success and how you can achieve your goals. You can reverse engineer any goal that you have by using your human design and understanding how's the best way for you to do it. Because how I would create success in my business will be different to how this grow girl would create success if she started a coaching business. Because she is a projector and I'm a manifesting generator, not to mention all the nuances of the chart. So human design helps you cut through the noise, helps you stop trying to go around in circles wondering why there's so many different things that people are telling me to do, and it helps you to understand which thing is right for you. But it's not just about knowing, it's truly about integrating. It's not just knowing these things, that could be a lot of information put on you. It's about integrating it and actually using it in your life in manageable bite-sized chunks. So I used to do my human design readings where I would just do one coaching call and tell you everything and give you a report and then you go away and use it. But you can feel very overwhelmed and I found that that could be quite overwhelming for people. So instead, I've now created my eight-week program. So this is how I do human design readings now is through eight weeks of one-to-one coaching with bi-weekly calls, bi-weekly action steps to integrate your design, your human design report and a cheat sheet, which kind of has like daily tips that you could look at every day and be like, okay, I take these tips and now I'm back in alignment with my success system. And when you do this, it unlocks the path of the least resistance and the most abundance. So basically you achieve your goals much more easily and much more naturally. So if you feel the pull to learn more about your human design type to unlock your success blueprint with my one-to-one coaching program, DM me the words, unlock my success blueprint. And I will send you the link. I have one spot left. This is an eight week program and the payment is, I don't want to say the wrong price, two payments of 200 and let me check. 78 you can pay in two installments of 278 pounds or three installments of 185 pounds if you feel the pull for the link or you want to know more deets you can dm me i hope you enjoyed this i hope you got some ideas into how you can really use your human design to unlock so much more abundance so much more ease in your life 
And if you are watching this and you are the person whose human design chart I used, I hope that this really resonated with you. And I would love to know if anything did resonate or what specifically stuck out to you, what you're going to take away from this and what you're going to integrate. Again, this was a mini training, mini reading. We could be here all day if we went into everything in the chart. But these are key things. And often it's the key things that if you already start shifting, will already unlock so much magic. You don't have to know everything about your human design to already start finding that you're turning the resistance level way down and abundance is coming in way, way, way more effortlessly and way more easily. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm going to reshare it now to IGTV, IGTV, whatever they're calling it. I keep saying that. I'm so out of date to my Instagram feed and it will also be on the podcast to rewatch. Thank you for listening. So I hope you love this episode. Thank you for listening and spending your time with me. And I really hope that it is empowering you and has empowered you to go for those goals and to know that you are so capable of manifesting all that you desire and all of that soulful success in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in any aspect that you desire it in. And if you did enjoy this episode, if you did find it helpful, if you did have some light bulb moments, please take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Leela Jasmine Sule. I would love to hear what you took away from the episode. I would love to hear how it helped you. But also it would be amazing if you could share the message and pass this on to more Grow Girls who would benefit from this. And if you share it on your Instagram stories, then of course, all the Grow Girls in your community will also be able to listen and enjoy the goodness as well. Until next time, Grow Girls, goodbye.